Hey, y'all. I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite band from Australia. My two favorite podcasters, Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered and Undiscovered Podcast. Hey there, everyone. It's Curly here, and welcome to episode 82 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered Podcast. We have a new format today, so I'm going to immediately introduce you to my co-host, Tave Bragg, down there in Adelaide. And um, how you been, Braggy? I've got the flu. I've had a I've had a rat test. It's not it's not the big C. Yeah, it's funny how that's called the big C now and not the other one. Yeah. Um, and we've had storms all day today, so hopefully the internet holds up. But I've been good. Yeah. I've been watching the cricket. I've been getting into the cricket, the T20, even though Australia's not in it. I don't care. I like it. And there's a it's, big game about to start here in the AFLW semi-final: Adelaide Crows versus Collingwood. Uh, so it's that's going to be a bit of an anti-climax if the finals washed out and they've got to share it. It won't get washed out, will it? I don't know. Is it raining in Melbourne? Oh, they're, they're saying Melbourne's forecast for storms. So. Oh, okay. Well, hundred thousand people at the MCG won't be very happy at all. Hey, so, um, Curly, just quickly yeah, before we format. move on. Okay. How good was last week? How good was last week with Alison Asarch? And immediately afterwards, I went and checked, as she said, the next day for that break A break music top fifty eight, and yeah, she was number five. Up. Yeah, she's gone up. So, that must so be from us. How good's that? It have to be from uh, us. Our viewers, our followers, our listeners. Yeah. So thank you to everyone, and also of course Alison's. Um, her own followers so that's uh, really awesome she's now targeting number one which is good to hear now braggy share the new irre- format she's irrepressible isn't she allison oh, can't, amazing. can't keep it down okay new format you threw one at me curly you said oh, we haven't got one we haven't got anyone to interview for this show what are we going to do so i thought what well, it'd be good having watched a few shows like desert island discs or there was one on abc with uh Zan Rowe, who talked to someone each uh, muso's about five songs. I thought we'd get someone on who's not a muso, just one of our one of our punters, and talk to them about five songs that made some sort of impression on their life or it brings back some sort of memory. So we have special guest Ruby from Adelaide, who's one of our Hi. young. There she is, one of our younger listeners. She's only twenty five. Yeah. So that's that's not a lot of time, I guess, to have uh, to pick out five songs that actually had an effect on your life. No, that's one every five years. That's right, and but you, but you but I think Ruby, from from what I can gather, has had a bit of a head start when it comes to listening to music. Anyway, so yeah, so that's so the format. Ruby, so yeah, go cool. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Ruby. Thank you for having me. <laughs> It's good to be here. So let's get the um, the elephant out of the room first up. Why is it that you think you've got a head start in the music, in understanding and um, appreciating music? Probably because I am Tave's daughter. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there's just been no escaping music for you, I would imagine. No, not at all. And and no uh, genre was safe either, so... Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, maybe not all represented equally, but I was always aware of all genres of music. Yeah. Even just a little bit. Mm. So, so the format is, so let me just clarify this, Braggy. It's five songs of significance or meaning for the person, correct? Yeah, that's right. And I thought, um, we at Look to the Future, when we've got a spot in our tight schedule of people that we interview, we could slot one of these in and just pick another listener, you know? Yeah. And, they, and I think it's better if they're not a muso. This is yeah. just someone whose songs, you know, they listen to something on the radio at a time in their life. You know how some songs bring you back to parts of your life we've all got that yeah I just i think that's Absolutely. a pretty cool concept and a good thing to talk about yeah okay mm. so ruby what was your thoughts when uh tave said talk to you about this concept what went through your mind um probably that like i just had no idea where to start it was so hard because i have such a wide selection of music that i can choose from but it's also difficult because I really wanted to like even it out through my life in a way that made sense. Yeah. Like a I guess in chronological order, I suppose, is the best way to start with that. So I sort of thought what was kind of the first time maybe that like an artist sort of truly like meant something to me, I guess, rather than just enjoying What's music because music's fun. Do you remember what what the first time you was when you realised music was a thing? I know, like you were big into the Wiggles and stuff. I'm not sure if that if that counts, but um, or is it is it just too early for I you to probably, remember? I, pro- I probably couldn't pinpoint like a specific time, like a specific moment, because okay. like. But I guess my earliest you because you could go back even further to like when I couldn't remember because you were probably always playing music. Yeah, you were from yeah, day yeah. one probably. Yeah, you're in the beer garden under, like, I mean, playing underneath the table in the bouncer. Music, but also playing instruments. Yeah. Yeah, and so, but I guess when I was really, like, engaged with, like, music, I guess probably would have to be something like The Wiggles. Yeah, okay. Or Pi Five, or oh, yeah. something like that. The Hooli mm. Or even just could have been, like, Disco Lounge Party. Ooh, I haven't oh. heard of that one. What was Disco Lounge Party? Is that is oh, that brags on a Friday night? Yeah, that's when yeah, Mum and that's, Dad would that's... get pissed and dance in the in the lounge room. <laughs> yeah, it's and then we'd life. have like my like you know God family over and stuff, and yeah, you know, I'd just stay up and dance. Oh wow, yeah, that's cool. So, do you want to kick us off? Let's talk so about the... that. Yeah, what's the first song? Yeah. The, f- the first song is um, a song by Lady Gaga called Paparazzi. Yeah, and why this song? I picked this song because this is off of Lady Gaga's first album, The Fame. And I bought this album, I think, I would assume, with my own money probably maybe yeah yeah i think you did yeah it was like a some sort of pocket money i was in i was in townsville and i 
bought it because I liked it, not because Dad had showed it to me. I had discovered it myself through the internet, which mm. is another huge factor in this whole thing because that's how I was watching. I was watching music videos on YouTube, like binge watching music videos on YouTube, just looking at random stuff. Um, and I came across this song, but also I think it was probably in the charts as well. Okay. It would have been. So let's um, but, put it on yeah. and um, then we'll talk a little bit more about it, shall we? We are the crowd, we're coming out Got my flash on, it's true Need that picture of you, it's so magical We'd be so fantastical Leather and jeans, the rush glamorous Not sure what it means, but this photo You're listening to Braggy and Curly on the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. So that's um, Lady Gaga always amazed me. She really did. She um, just, there's an aura around. Is that what attracted you to her? I really think that Lady Gaga, she was a, you know what who she's sort of I guess comparable to in a lot of ways is maybe somebody like David Bowie who makes sort of pretty classic pop music that you know it does well in the charts it's not super underground or obscure but they have this really arty like cult following of people who are like obsessed with them want to dress up like them you know, wanna are inspired by their like not just by their music, but their style and their whole creative vision. Yeah. Um, and Gaga really stood out as an artist like that at that time, which was sort of early two thousands, I guess, where a lot of the pop music was pretty. I don't even know how like. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I loved it. But, like, it was just, like, not as... It wasn't doing anything maybe as new mm. or, like, edgy. I, I guess, like, that. It that, was a little... that film clip as well. Like, how old are you when you... When this is up, comes... When you listen to this? I'm trying to think. 12. Yeah, I'm trying to think, too. So, like, Yeah, yeah, 12. that's probably a good... So, that's yeah, a... 12, that that yeah, clip's pretty, like... pretty, like, it's going to grab your attention as a 12-year-old. Yeah, it was, like, it had everything. Like, it was, like, so... And I was sort of um, getting into like a more creative, like edgy, angsty part of my life as well. So I was like interested in stuff that wasn't so clinical and marketable like other pop stars. Yeah. And, well, she's yeah. interesting, Gaga, because she, she, she did make the pop charts, but she was also played a lot on Triple J, I, I figure, as well. Mm. Would, would that? I think that's well, correct. Well, yeah, she was... Yeah. She was just different. 
Yeah, and that difference brought out some innuendos about her, wasn't there as well? At that, when she first sort of launched, mm. there was all these whispers about who she was and who she really was, and and so I think yeah. that added to the mystique as well. Yeah, yeah well, that's sure. similar to Bowie. Think... That's similar to Bowie too, isn't it? Like when he came out, there was all these yeah, things about well, him. Well, they're both also very androgynous mm. people, and also yeah. very popular. Um, like within the queer community as well both artists mm. um have a huge you know lgbt following plus following mm. yeah, yeah and are really inspired and, and are outspoken allies of those well, at least for gaga she's an extremely outspoken ally for those communities yeah. and yeah. sort of yeah. like is like a gay icon mm. in a lot of ways and so now, was it that song or was it gaga in general that really well, meant something for you? It was Gaga in general, but I picked that song because I wanted to pick something off the first album. Yeah. Um, and that one was big for me because the I watched that film clip and listened to that song so many times because I learned how to do the dance in the film clip to that song. Because that was like one of me and my friend's favorite things to do was just... Yeah, random f any film clip really that had like a consistent shot of like a dance we would just try and learn it for fun and that was one that we found and i the more i watched it and the more i listened to it over and over again like the more i just enjoyed it and mm. it just kind of stuck in my head there yeah. you go oh there and also she did a really amazing uh, live performance of that song as well um yeah which is pretty iconic as well now that involves like fake blood and theatrics and all kinds of stuff. It's very, See, very dr dramatic. She's a great entertainer. That didn't happen for us, Curly, because you know, like the lime spiders never had any dance fucking steps, did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you had like the nut bush and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, we had the nut bush. Oh, yeah, we had the nut bush. <laughs> yeah, I still don't yeah. know how to do that though. It's it's hard to sort of put the nutbush any limits as a song with meaning in my life, but Ruby just quietly. <laughs> No, but yeah, you know, no. I guess I can see as a 12, 12 year old, you're going into pubescence there and you maybe just about to start high school. So it's a big time in your life. And yeah, and you yeah. got, you kind of, that's when you, that's the time of life, I guess, where you figure out who you actually are, isn't it? As a person. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you going to be? Yeah. Are you going to be the sporty one or the arty one? Yeah. Yeah, well, when I was 12, it was Kiss and there was the theatrics of Kiss that was the thing that attracted you to them. And, that little bit of um, kiss there, Kelly. Sorry, and sorry, kiss just over here. Oh, the dynasty, yeah, awesome. So, but it was that whole thing. It was the theatrics. It was the innuendo. It was the whole thing that no one's ever seen them without their makeup. And yeah, you know, that's, that's a good analogy that's... too of Lady Gaga. Yes, very good. Mm. And they also have that cult following of people who like to dress up like them yeah. and. Yep. get a bit quirky almost like it, it's just like any kind of thing with a like rocky horror picture show it's another thing that has that kind of cult following where people yeah. and because gaga right. had what what she had her fans were called something weren't they because like, little monsters yeah because yeah. the kiss and kiss had the kiss army were you in the kiss army yeah were you no, i yeah. was never in oh. kiss army so oh, okay but i've always been a little monster but yeah like <laughs> they'll be like i've been to clubs like where you have like like every every Lady Gaga fan not only has a favorite song, but we have like everyone has a favorite like outfit that she wore as well. Okay. Because her fa her fashion and her artistic style is like just as important. Like her music is just one 
like you know branch of that yeah. yeah so you know you'll go to like a club where they play all her music and everyone's dressed up different wow. you know, Gaga versions of Lady Gaga cool yeah so let's talk about the second song because what this is a shift like <laughs> we've, we've talked about Gaga and now we're talking about <laughs> well I'll let you go Ruby what's song number two Song number two is The Lemon Song by Led Zeppelin. Wow. Um, <laughs> this just was like um, a long, I think, like just pushed thing from dad in a lot of ways because dad loves Led Zeppelin as well. Um, but that's not to take away from like my like I, my passion of it or anything. Yeah. Um, but... I really started learning more and getting more interested in the, I guess maybe the, the skill of music more than just how it made me feel and the history of music. And I started listening more, not just to like lyrics and melodies like I had done with pop stars like Gaga, but like actually really like listening to the components of the music feel like that's probably what Led Zeppelin represented a lot for me. And it was just also like I was going through my like rock and roll like phase okay. in high school. Yeah. Now I'm going to share something with you. The when you <laughs> let me know the song, I um downloaded it and it was the first time I had ever heard this particular song. So that sort of gives Wow. Me... So for <laughs> for someone who wasn't into Led Zeppelin it was um, it was a bit of a challenging song for me to listen to the first couple of times. Now I'm going to put it on. So for all the people watching on video, you are not going to see it, but the link will be in the description because um, unfortunately it would give us a major block and we would not be seen anywhere. So we won't have it in the video. Hopefully um we can still sneak it on the audio version of the podcast but the link will be in the description this is led zeppelin there's a hell of a lot happening in that song it's amazing what can be achieved with i mean they were a four piece but one guy was the singer so with the just bass drums and guitar it's just mind-blowing yeah. and the, yeah. the song goes for six minutes it's a long song what do you like? What is it about that song, Ruby, you think? It was just my favourite song on my favourite Led Zeppelin album. And it, and um, I mean, for someone from a generation that's a like, great bang, quick, 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 quick. That's that's a long song. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I think... Your only child, put, I guess I you had a long time by yourself. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know, but I feel like people still listen to full length of songs. Like, you know, I would mm. just put it, put on an album on Spotify or whatever, mm. listen to the whole thing. There's a lot yeah. of, it seems that there's a lot of commitment to that song. You've got to, and you know, we only played a very, like two minutes of it, but you know, at the end of the day, there's, there's musical shifts right throughout that song, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's almost like the jam. It's exciting. That's definitely not a song. That's definitely never been played the same twice. That song, they would not. They would never have done that the same twice. There's a lot of jamming goes on in the middle, and it's just incredible bass playing from John Paul Jones. And yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that that also was 
dad's influence as well because he he was teaching me about like the mechanics of music and that was probably based was probably the thing that he could teach me the mm. the easiest mm. it, it sort of makes me visualize it's that's the type of song you know when you walk into a bar in the u.s that you don't want to walk into you know, and all of a sudden everyone turns and looks at you. It sort of strikes me as that sort of song that's playing in the background. It's that real, like, old school rock and yeah. roll. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's, it's, and, it's and, big. And, you know, I, I still like to listen to it with Dad every now and then, but I don't really listen to Led Zeppelin, like, on my own anymore. It really <coughs> was. I, I would consider it a phase. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I still appreciate it, but it was definitely a phase, yeah. as opposed to, like, like I still listen to Lady Gaga, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like pretty, like pretty regularly. Yeah. Not as regularly as I did, but I don't really listen to Led Zeppelin only on a special occasion. Mm. Usually, it really was just like and, a phase. And so that's in your high school years, I guess, that you listen to that. So that must be weird when yeah, you like people are asking you, Ruby, what are you, what are you listening to on your headphones and you say if I can yeah and I like dyed my hair black and I and I wore like a leather jacket like I was really like going for it (laughs) (laughs) that's right the Joan Jett phase yeah 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 yeah. it's my Joan Jett phase all right all right we're gonna take another shift yeah another shift what are we talking about because they (laughs) is it choice a or choice b on this oh yeah we can talk about. I reckon I'm gonna have. I reckon I'm gonna have to go with choice B. Okay, yeah. let's talk. Because that it. is how I truly feel. Yeah. But it is gonna be hard if you can't listen to it. <laughs> no, that's all right. It'll be on the video. <laughs> It'll we'll be in pre- the podcast. We'll just pre- yeah, we'll pretend we listen to it. And yeah. Then we'll be able so to listen to it on the podcast. T- tell us about choice B. So it's gonna be a song by Skepta and his brother jme it's called that's not me <laughs> okay and it is a, it is a song probably that i would say changed my life <laughs> okay that, well, that's that's pretty what, this big. is why we so want why? it yeah yeah um because i feel like this song represented a point in between like i think this song represented me coming and becoming an adult um, in a lot of ways, I think this song was probably my in my top ten most played songs the year after I moved out of my parents' house. Okay. So this is it. Also, just opened my world up to like so many more unique styles of music, and in particular, hip hop and unique styles of hip hop. Mm. Yeah. So what was it fundamentally? Was it the the rhythm? Was it the words? Was it the attitude behind the music that really created that impetus for change? Or everything. Everything, but in, in different ways. So, like, the words... I mean, first of all, it's from, like, a British, uh, a British artist um, in a genre called grime, Ooh. which... Another thing I haven't is. heard of. So that's, yeah. that's 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 kind is. of it's kind of English hip hop, really. Can we just break it down to be like that? Yeah, but it also came from I, I think it came from like garage, like techno music and stuff as well, from like okay. underground raves and stuff in the UK. Yep. So it has a lot of influence as well, not just you know from 
the UK, but from, you know, people who've moved there. Okay. You know, um, Jamaican and like African people mm. and yeah, I mean, I've listened to some of this stuff, and there's and a, spe- descendants. a specific language that they that they talk to. Like you know, the average guy, like Tony and I, would probably not understand a lot of the stuff they're talking about because got- yeah. And so I love like this the yeah the vocals and the slang. It's all really interesting, and the beats are so unique. It's so different to to US hip hop in so many ways, mm. but it's still hip hop. You still recognize it as hip hop, but it's just. Yeah, a completely different flavor. And is and it's also it, it's also a little bit like doesn't take itself too seriously. There's a bit of like irony and like yeah, joke to about it, I guess. Well, yes, that's yeah, the Brit- that's kind of the British In that song, and the Australian way as well, isn't it? We, mm. Both those countries don't take themselves seriously. So is is Stormzy another one of those people from that sort of style? Or yeah, I know of Stormzy. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. isn't it interesting about the UK? You you think back to, you know, the punk era in yeah. in America, for example, <coughs> and it was bands like the Ramones, it was bands like New York Dolls, it was, you mm. know, it was a fundamentally different scene in America to what it was in the UK, which was largely driven through, um, you know, kids being depressed. Um, you know that whole sense of hopelessness. It, it was a, there was a real edge. Yeah, that that Thatcherism. Yeah. Um, there was a real edge to punk in the UK, and it was like that was the rebellion. Mm. Whereas in the US, while I'm certain that there were elements of that, it was more just we're just going to play rock and roll really, really fast. Yeah, it was a bit more. Uh... American had a bit more of an image to it, where, whereas the bands like The Clash and that, and mm. didn't didn't really dress up with, as punks. You know, they didn't have any. I mean, they're the quintessential punk band, but they didn't have spiky yeah. hair or anything. And the Ramones, they're so I love them, but they're always so cartoon to me because they all dressed the same, had the same haircuts, kind of like the <laughs> fucking Beatles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, All right. So for for the listeners and viewers on the podcast, what was the the song and band again? What are we listening to, um, Ruby? <laughs> uh, so it's called "That's Not Me," yeah. and it's by an artist called Skepta. S K E P T A. What you mean? What you mean? Yeah. Skepta. One line flows, yeah, I got some of those. You get me, Jamie? Easy. Nah, nah, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Lips any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. It's the return of the Mac I'm still alive just like Tupac Girls in the front row, girls in the back Spit one lyric, everybody's like brat Flashback to the cold nights in the trap Now I'm in a new whip, counting a big stack Yellow gold chain and the diamonds are black Jack me, nah, you don't wanna do that Anytime you see me wearing a glove 
wave it and now I ain't coming to fight like Jet Li Spray this till the clip is empty I know you get what I'm saying, you get me Love for the G's and the ends, But we don't love no girls in the ends Last time I fell in love with a skep But trust me, I will never do that again No, that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Lips any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear LV, put it all in the bin Cause that's not me True, I used to look like you But dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me See me, I come from the roads Pricks wanna try and put skep to and hold But no, bad boy, I've been one of those Wake up cool, you will get one of those One to the eyeball, one to the nose I don't really care about your postcode Take your girl, no dinner, no rolls Two minutes in my bedroom, no clothes Girls everywhere, girls in the club Looking at me, trying to make a black man blush Girls on the high street, girls on the bus But these niggas wanna hang around us, that's us I don't wanna see a stone nylon cars Man talk shit, I just smile and flush I'm looking for a girl with the X factor But I don't judge like Simon does From day one, I said I was serious, then serious hit the jackpot. People ask what music I make, turn the volume up, cause that's what... Now, for for everyone at home, we were just um, live while we were recording this. We are watching Rihanna, and that's one hell of a film clip, can I oh, just man. say? That's one hell of a yeah. song. The feel in that song, it's, yeah. so, it's so hard to yeah. play that slow and have that much feel, man. That's one of my favourite albums, Curly. That whole clip Curly, is that in slow motion. Yeah, yeah the so, whole clip is yeah. in slow motion, yeah. So that was the original choice, which we yeah. just watched, yeah. and then the, you spoke about choice B. But and then that, I changed. That was a runner-up. If I had six, that would be. That <laughs> if you had six, that would be in there. Well, maybe we could slip a little no, bit. Of that no, no. If you had six, you would have chosen seven. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's the way this thing works. I've worked, worked out. So, so that's awesome. So, what's number four? Uh, it is Saggy Denim by Princess Nokia. Yeah, tell me about this. Once again, brand new to me. So, once again, my mind's being exploded and, on this And, uh, and put us where you are in your life, Ruby, when you're listening to this and things that are happening around. Because that's yeah. kind of... Okay, so this is probably in the similar... It's not... It's probably in a similar era to the previous song, um, the Skepta song and mm. the Rihanna song. Um, so, this was kind of, um, a, this is a representative of also kind of of an album, I guess. A lot of these songs are associated to the whole entire albums. Um, That's good. And Yeah. Um, and this album was well, like, this is well into my hip-hop era, which I still am in. Mm. I think I've settled on that as sort of my main genre, finally. Um, so... This is like deep hip hop era. Um, this was an artist that I had watched develop from a very small following and um, was truly like a huge fan of hers because I was really getting into female hip hop in particular, obviously because it speaks more to me than male hip hop, just, you know, from a lyrics perspective, obviously. Um, and just had I don't know just loved the fashion and style associated with it as well um a lot of empowering lyrics but also just really great like wordplay and stuff and this was just a cool cool album and I got it physical I got a physical copy up should I go and get it I got a yeah, physical I think copy so. of it yeah get it That's yeah so we'll we'll play it so you go grab the album and uh, we'll put yeah. the... I just want to say something before you play it Curly isn't it cool like Ruby just said uh, she, she, when she first discovered this artist, they weren't. No one hardly knew them, you know. 
Isn't that? Mm. And you and I would have had that well, same. Ex- a lot of people- but you and I would have had that same experience do. when you find someone and it's kind of a secret, and then you watch them grow and you become more and more and more and more famous. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we so go. That's, and I got the double edition. Yeah. And, and it had it's. It's got coloured vinyl. That one doesn't it? Oh, it's got the yellow vinyl. That love nice. of vinyl. Yellow. Oh, yellow and blue. It's yellow and blue. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Let's uh, <coughs> let's put it on. why I see your cars, and I see your flaws, but I see that you a G, and yeah, you be a boss, hood chick, with some rave tricks, you get either or, could spin me, call my main chick, know she need a dawn, so I'ma leave her alone, ice cream in the cone, leave her in the LLB with baggy jeans is on, and you know me, I be in leaves with some sneakers on, I just feel cooler after listening to that. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, right? It is cool. Isn't it? It's got that rule. Like... That's a Sunday sesh one, Tony. It's got to go on the Sunday oh, sesh playlist. That's a it's... cool. It, it's got groove to it, and it's just. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, that's a great way to describe it. It's just cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's very New York as well. I think that's the thing with me yeah. with hip hop. I, I don't mind hip hop the... as long as it's got a groove to it. That's the, That's what I. That's mm. my. That's my jam. If it's got groove, I, yeah. I kind of yeah. like it. And that You've will make me listen to more to the words. It. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a mover, isn't it? <laughs> what is that yeah. about? What's that song it's about? Do you think? Song. Is it just her talking? What's she singing about? Um, I think she's just talking about like her youth. I mean, she's still young when she's made this song, but I think she's just talking about when she was a teenager, maybe yeah. a bit older, growing up in New York. Yeah, going to you know buy booze and smokes mm. and yeah. Playing like that's the whole theme of the album. Like that's why she's just in like a sweatshirt with a basket on a basketball court. Growing up, just about growing her, up in like, the projects in New screwing York, screwing around. Yeah, um, exactly. 
That old, just, uh, it's a cool, cool album. That old saggy denim scene just used to irritate me, you know, yeah. seeing the boxer shorts hanging out. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can understand it was a fashion statement, so... Yeah. And, and I backwards. Think, what? I, I just used to think it was so un, would have been so uncomfortable, braggy, like wearing your, your jeans down that far. Yeah, probably. But then, I mean, yeah. you know, they probably thought, you know... Us wearing those stovepipe jeans with the pointy shoes, like we used to wear. Yeah, true, true. Probably and thought and that I was guess the same. plumbers always are showing off their crack. So that's right. It all started from somewhere, the, didn't it? So we had the bike, anyway. had the bike rack at the back. Well, yeah, so we've got. Um, so that's four. You've got one left, Ruby. Let's talk about this what? one. This one's intrigued me a little bit, based on what you've already shared. So mm. talk me through number yeah. five. Okay. Number five, to finish it off, um, this song is called That's My Life by No Doubt, um, which is a cover of the Talk Talk song uh, It's My Life. From the 80s. Um, yeah, from the 80s, yeah. Um, he's dead now, I think, that guy. Anyway. <laughs> from Talk Talk. Uh, I think he died. Yeah, I think he died like not long ago. Okay. I could be wrong. Anyways, um, so... This kind of like draws back to the start, like draws back to the first song, the start of my interest in music, because I've been a huge, like Gwen Stefani was, like she was probably my first pop star love before, even before Lady Gaga. But, um. That's with the band, no doubt. So she. Yeah. It will get more, yeah. Or, but, or but, she was by was herself. Probably more into her in her solo career. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I loved it all, but like I got into her in her first solo album, yep. for sure. Um, but so I could have picked maybe not this song, but definitely a Gwen song to be my number one song because you could argue that she came before Gaga, but I chose not to because this song really, I feel like is where like, um, relates to where I'm at now in my life. Interestingly, which is why I picked this song. Um, hang on, let me just turn the light on using some light. Um, so I just thought it would round it up really nicely because it sort of represents the start and the end, kind of circles back. Like it. Pretty much, yeah. Excellent. Let's... And I think this is one of the, or oh, just before you hit into it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the, um, this is one of the rare occasions where I believe that the cover of a song is better than the original. Mm. Okay. I think this is better. Yeah. Okay, let's, yeah. let's judge it, Curly.
interesting film clip too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does pump. It does pump more than the original. It's got. I just think it sounds better with female vocals. Just, yeah, you're probably right. Mm. I mean, I mean, Gwen's vocals are so good. Yeah, she has such a unique. She has such a unique voice and. Mm. Yeah, great, yeah. great presence. She's uh, quite a. She's a great performer. Yeah, great performer. Yeah. Beautiful lady. So and just yeah. striking in the in, with the, uh, what's the word I'm looking her for? Her look. Yeah, her look. Her poses. She can play the evil villain. She can be that lighthearted. Mm. Like I love that film clip. Yeah. So there's definitely a connection as well with Gaga for sure. Yeah. Where it's kind of this theatrical um, like style and sense of fashion. Yeah, I think is always something that I appreciate in an artist because I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm a painter, I'm a visual artist myself, and so I'm very attracted to visual, mm. you know, expression, forms of visual expression. I think that's really important for um, an artist. Yeah, in, like you know, that's the thing that's really going to draw me into become a fan of an artist is if they have like a unique visual way of, you know, mm. way of presenting themselves as well you're as the, their music. You would have loved Tism, so, but anyway. Yeah. Love what? The band Sorry, Tism. you would have loved Tism, so look at, uh, yeah, you, it's probably a little bit um, before your time, uh, but anyway, check them uh, out. So, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> theatrics, intrigue, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, Ruby, that was awesome. And well done. I like the way that you sort of closed the loop. It wasn't necessarily chronological, but it was, but then chronologically came back to before the first yeah, one. Yeah, so, life. Yeah. So, well done. So, thank like you a, so much for that. It was like a song, really. Yeah, it came back to the chorus again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it did. Wasn't I actually, um, yeah, that was that was awesome. So, so Braggy, any summing up of the five songs were you surprised by them um not really not. <laughs> not really although the last one i didn't think the last one would would make it there but once again it's got a baseline in it too so i don't know if that's a factor yeah it's interesting baseline in that as well yeah so, melodic baselines yeah 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 that's something that always gets which, me going which well. there's a lot of in hip-hop as well so Mm-hmm. Obviously, how Absolutely. I think it's amazing. I think the best thing is how uh, when you have a when you have a like a child that that you you try and influence with the music you like, they're always going to find something that you not that you don't like, but something that you it's something that's new. They're always going to because they want to, they want they want the music to belong to them and yeah. not to yeah. you know. So I'm sure I'm sure Tony, you, you, Taylor as well. Your daughter has music that belongs to her, and you know, and Absolutely. she'll show it show it to you and go. And I love that. And I think that's my tip for parenthood when when it comes to music. Listen to your kids' music because you're always going to find something you're going to like because your influence is in there as well. Yeah. So we're going to throw this um, format open to our listeners and our viewers. If you want to. Um, make contact with us via the website or the Facebook page. If you want to share five songs that have meaning in your life, we are wanting to talk to you. So Yeah, I'd I, love I, to do that. Mm. Mm. So I think the format's really good and we've actually started this whole chapter of the universe for our particular podcast. So if, you, <laughs> if you've got some... Um, 
songs that you really want to talk about that you really have meant something to you reach out to us whether it's through facebook or through the website but a fantastic start thanks you guys should do it too yeah, okay. maybe. I, I like it to keep it open to maybe not me and Tony because we always yeah. talk about our songs. But, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, actually, gonna, I'm actually gonna put a name out there now. And someone who listens to this podcast a lot, I know, who I thought would be really interesting, and that is a good old friend of mine, Louis, who's on the... You would have seen him comment a few times, Louis on Bajano. On the Gold Coast, Louis, yeah. He's down, up, down he on, on the, the, Gold in the Coast? North... I think he's on the North Coast, up, yeah, somewhere in the middle there. Okay. Between Sydney, Sydney and Thing and So Louie, we want to hear yeah. from you. Is that is that yeah, the if challenge? Yeah, you listen to Louie, that'll be that'll be fantastic. We'd get a bit of metal. <laughs> we never have much metal on the show. We might get a bit of yeah. Big, we yeah. can always have more metal. All right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and hip hop. Speaking of metal, next week we have the boys from Maryborough. We've got our fingers crossed, Luke. Um, Come on, it's boys. All going to happen. <laughs> We've got the boys from Maryborough Ruination. Um, yeah. joining us so um, let's hope it happens <laughs> I'm I looking think forward we started to them, talking with, with Ruin Nation about this time last year Braggy so yeah oh, um, you know fly in fly out just uh, throws a lot of schedules out doesn't it so let's hope Luke um, that'll be uh, our next week's episode thanks again um, thanks Ruby, Ruby. fantastic um, for everyone that's listening, follow us wherever you are, whether it's on, on a podcast platform or whether it's through our YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And in the words of, well, I don't have a song lyric today. I'm sorry. So, Braggy, oh. one that pops in the top of your head right now. Um, let's go with um, Hey, Hey, My, My. Rock and roll will never die. <laughs> By Sounds good to me. We'll see you all again next week. <laughs> Bye for now. Jesus, put me on the spot, Curly. Hey, y'all. I'm Alison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite bands from Australia. My two favorite podcasters, Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered an undiscovered podcast.